Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host Santos, and as always, I am joined by... Freddy Morales, como están, raza? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Count Dracula over there, the Count. <laughs> no, it's because the DJs, the Spanish DJs, they always do that. They sound like Dra Draculas. Hola, como estas? <laughs> they always do that. I was like, I don't know if they went to school and that's kind of like, everybody talks like that. Everybody's like... You know, in the announcer, yeah, keep the nimbles like ah, those Dodgers. Really? Everybody. Well, that's in this episode. We we do bring that up. We do talk about DJs and my dad. He was a he was a DJ uh, on Mexican radio, and he uh, he I, he's never done that. Like huh. he was an announcer too. He would actually do for for like we would go down to like TJ out yeah. over there and they would have these mm -hmm. big uh mexican wrestler events no, oh. lo, lo, luchador, oh. lo, i can never i can never los say. luchadores luchadores i can never say híjole it. que <laughs> híjole que vergüenza mira I, I, aquí so you gotta learn right. luchadores luchadores I, Ahí estamos tanto los dos pendejos ahí luchadores luchadores yeah yeah go ahead I, I, well, I've never heard him ever do that. Like, huh, no, huh, huh. nah. I, I'm gonna ask him next time I see him. I'll be like, "Hey, Dad, when you would do the announcements, would you do the little?" Because uh, uh, I never. He would always go whenever he tested a mic. What me and my little brother always make fun. He always goes, "Bueno, bueno, 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 sí, sí, uno, uno, dos, bueno, 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 sí, sí." And then and then they're checking they're checking the rebirth. Uno uno do 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 tres 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 why? Was he trying to act like he's at a Dodger game? He's like, no, I, I have no idea. He thought it was badass, probably. He thought it was like, man, this is cool. Yes, I'm like, gonna that's get why hired. They hire me. He's like, you know, people like this I was when like, I do it. Exactly. I even went up to them. I go, oh, la, 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 la. ¿Cómo está? Ta, 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 ta. Le puedes quitar tu de le, 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 le. He's like, hello, 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 hello. It was so annoying, bro. I didn't want to tell my best friend. He's probably listening to this. He's like, oh, fuck, you're talking shit about my wedding, dude. <laughs> Not your wedding, the DJ, bro. Yeah, the, the DJ. DJ. He's like, hey, but that was that was my. I was so proud of my DJ. He was funny, bro. But he kept like he thought it was badass. Otra canción. I was like, oh my god, sounds <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, it's almost DJs. Yeah, we're D no, I'm not a. You're a DJ. <laughs> I think all Mexicans are DJs, bro. It comes out, we come out, and then we're DJs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this episode, ladies and gentlemen, we get to talk to a very special guest, Mr. Cesar Valencia, one half of the masterminds behind Los Gothcos. He he comes on, he talks about the history of, of you know, the, the page that you, most yeah. of you, if you've seen it, uh, it's amazing. You love it's It's very, it's funny, but it's also very, has some amazing good music. And then they have a clothing line. So he comes on to tell us about that, the history. But I, I, what, what, you know, one thing I want to bring on uh, during that interview, Mr. Freddie over here, I notice he's like distracted and he looks like something's wrong. And I'm like, the hell's going on? And, and then later on, he texts me he's like, hey, bro, something went down. And then well, what the fuck was going on? Bro, you know, I downloaded that app, Citizen. So, yeah, I'm like, 
you know, I'm enjoying this interview. And then I get this alert. And then it tells me there's a guy running around with a gun and a knife. No, and Ooh. a mach machete. A machete? On, in the corner of my block. I'm like, oh, my God. Are you serious? Yes. What the hell? A, a gun and a machete. Imagínate. <laughs> Machete. <laughs> yeah. Yes, bro. Running around like a fucking nut. Just, I was like, so I was very concerned. Yeah. Because I'm only, you know, blah, 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 away from Melrose. And <laughs> almost <laughs> give it away. Almost. I know, I know, but so I did. So close to get one day. But man, I didn't. I didn't. Gonna, my girlfriend's been obsessed with those like true crime things. And it's going to oh, be yeah. like, they're going to do that one day. Podcaster Freddie Morales one day accidentally gave out his address. And then he was found murdered. <laughs> oh, murdered. And his last song was Enjoy the Silence. He was mumming that a song because he had a show coming up in a few weeks. Preparing for that show. No, que la chingada. No, I don't want to go out like that, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> no, that's why. And then the detectives are going to be like, yeah, uh, Freddie, he was on this podcast, but he, he didn't know he gave it. And this fan was obsessed with him and mm -hmm. loved his intro because he would always go, ha, ha, ha. And that's what they wrote on his yeah, so, with blood on the floor. Exactly. It, the ha, ha, ha man came over. <laughs> <laughs> and he fight. That's what he did, dude. He fucking killed me. Guarda <laughs> Mr. Fierro. I, I'm telling you, every episode, you're always so close to giving away your goddamn location. I know, bro. dude, but mira, todavía estoy. You're, you're, wait, what? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just do this. It? It's just I like. Just, hey, my signature sound. I guess, but it sounds like the. No, no, no. It's just, that sounds that sounds terrible. Hey, now, see, now, by do you doing that sound, you have to put a parental uh, advisory now because now kids are going to listen to it they're going to go hey mommy can you see this no listening now what was, what was Freddy number doing? one fans Freddy the was demographic doing the, 729 Freddie was doing the sound yeah and then the santos went what is that what does that mean mom <laughs> I know. yeah so then you're you're okay mr machete didn't come after you but thanks a lot for the app because if it wasn't, imagine I didn't know I walk out there and then I get fucking. I know. Machete. That go. Then I have to find a new host. Not only that, he gives me machete. He gives me machete and then he blasts me too because he has hey, a gun too. How long can I go with before I, I I record a new episode with a new host? I know, bro. Don't say that, bro. Don't say that. It's already we're, we're bad enough. 2020, 2021. No, no, let's change. <laughs> It'll be like, hey, what happened wanna, to Freddy? Oh, it's a guy with the machete. Like, it just sliced his head, at man. At least let me make it to 50. At least let me get it. I, I'll, I don't, I'll do, it don't worry. I'll do a tribute episode. It'll make it all the passion. Yeah, but I don't want to be left at 49. He was ah, he never made it at 50. Oh, I estaba 49, pero ya mero. Muy viejo. Not, hey, nobody said by viejos here, dude. I always said it's 4950. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. I, 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 you don't like it when I say that. That's what's funny. Anytime I say old, you're like, hey, 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 watch it. Hey, you know what? No. Uh, 4950 is the new 20. There you go. See? No, no tanto así. No, no, okay. No, <laughs> 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 like went overboard. I don't want to be a pinche 20 pendejos. When you're 20, guys, somos dos pendejos. When yeah, we get 30s. Seriously. Yeah, we're all pendejado because we're getting nalgas for the first time. We're all yeah, like those babosos. We don't even get know out of to, school. We don't mean, even know how to react, how to, you know, because you have a real woman in your face. You don't even know how to react. You're a pendejo. 
And now you, you know, now you're in your thirties, forties, hopefully you'll learn your lessons and you know how to treat a woman. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What were your early days of the, your soy darks days? Like, you know, what were, because how was it in high school? Were you uh, made fun of? Like, well, what did you wear? How did you dress? Dude, I was living two worlds. I was living in Southgate. So it was all, you know, middle class, you know, kind of just everybody, rockabillies, stoners, cholos, new waivers, Depeche Mode, Duran Duranis. And then, and then my cousins, they lived in Los Files. So I would go over there and hang out and, and, and whatever I wore when I would go, they were like, no, dude, you gotta be wearing black. You're too, you're too colorful. Well, it's like, and I was like totally Duran Duran, all bright. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then my cousins are all wearing black and then they totally like transformed me just to hang out with them. So I was like, so I had a, so I learned about the God. <laughs> it's because they were embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, they're embarrassed of what I'm wearing or they're just, everybody's wearing black. I was tripping out, you know? And you know yeah, what Duran Duran broke? There was a, I went to a club. It was called Dungeon. It was in Hollywood and I, it's no, it's long gone, dude, but it was this club called Dungeon. And I remember, they, they always had like the separate rooms and they had this one room. It was the goth room. So it's where they played more like the slow dancing shit. Like the middle room was always the industrial, the hard, you know, yeah. and, and this one time it was playing a song and it sounded really fucking nice, dude. I was like, dude, what is this song? This is fucking like, it sounds just dark, bro. You know, so it darks. Yeah. And then um, like the person I was there, they're like, he's like, I, I bet you won't know who this is. I'm like, no, I don't know. I and then they tell me, and I was like, fuck, dude, it was the chauffeur with Duran Duran. Oh, dude, that's dark. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, yeah. I was shocked. Dude, that's a very sexy song. Listen, I mean, I mean, the 80s was sexy, bro. Sexy, classy, not sexy, trashy. Yeah, just like Pete said from you know? the Purple Rain. Exactly, <laughs> Make bro. Make it classy, not trashy. Exactly. Que no se la vaya a poder la mano ahí porque si no le metió ahí en el canzón y se le iba a meter ahí, tú sabes. ¿Qué pasó aquí? Like I would, I would, he, he would kind of like stalk me. And then when I was, he would stalk me and then he would do like the devil sign like this, you know, yeah. like this thing. And then he would roll his eyes back and show me his whites and oh. then tell me like, you know, Satan, like, I don't know, like he was like doing some Satan shit. He was me. obsessed with you. I dude, he was just jealous, bro. Dude. I always had like an asshole in, in either in junior high or high school Mostly high school, but this one, dude, he really, and then he, he just one, and then finally I was walking home one, one, one day, staying after school because I would stay after school programs like either the Photoshop. Ah, look or at that. this guy. I mean, I mean, I'm muy extra, extracurricular. I mean, I mean, we're smart. Yes. The, no, and I was. And, and you and, were. And then he fucking like he fucking like was like I heard him walking behind me and he showed up with like five other dudes. So they circled me around. Yeah. And he comes out and he's like, hey man, I fucking hate you, man. 
I'm going to fucking kill you. I was like, what dude, the fuck? I don't even know you, dude. What the fuck, man? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. You think you're all bad and it's popular in school. And I was like, oh, my God. And then he pulled out a knife, right? Holy and shit. Then, and then one of, the, one of his gang guys, he was like, hey, man, I thought you were just going to, sh- you know, uh, uh, scare him. Why don't you just, you know, and then they were arguing. And then he kind of gave me the signal. And everybody else was like tripping out like, oh, fuck, man. Why is he doing this? And I just fucking booked it, dude. I had books, too. I had a and I ran, bro. You're like, I'm it. not dropping my books. I'm too smart. Uh, no, <laughs> I got homework. But I took off, bro. And they gave me time to escape. And Fuck, then while they, while, while they were arguing. And then I, the next day, I got a, I, you know, I didn't tell anyone. And then the next, no, two days after, I got a call in from my counselor. And then the detectives were there. And they're like, hey, were you being uh, bullied by this kid? And blah, blah, blah. I was like, he goes, he goes I know. I know he's been bullied. He bullied you because I saw and and blah blah blah. And I don't even know what happens. People have seen the witnesses them harassing me. What and sure enough, I I had to tell him. And yeah, dude, they put him in jail. He was just a fucking fucked up kid, dude. Fucked up, dude. Like, so you you could have gotten killed. You could have been stabbed. Yeah, bro. I could have. I could not be here, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like, damn. Uh, talk about soy darks, man. We got dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude but he would be all scary dude and he would do like this you know do this and then he would roll his eyes yeah and he would see me be all white and i'd be like tripping me out dude and he would be wearing like an iron maiden shirt and shit <laughs> like i i remember all right so it, i don't know what grade i was in i may have been like in sixth grade maybe seventh oh. grade i don't know what grade i was in but i'm i'm it's kind of overcast a little rain outside I'm by myself waiting for my friend to come outside out of nowhere I see one of the neighborhood kids he's this fat kid and he's coming towards me but he has his jacket all zipped up over his mouth has his hood over so all he has visible is his eyes and he's walking towards me and I'm like okay and then he right when he comes up to me I'm like hey what's up Edward and he grabs me and he does like a sweep leg and knocks my ass to the floor and I fall hard like kind of in some muddy dirt and I was like the fuck and he gets on me and he also like tries to him and I have my hands in my pockets because it was cold and he knocks me down and I was like the fuck Edward what are you doing he's like my name's not Edward I'm Tommy the Green Ranger and I'm like what the fuck (laughs) and I get up and like I push him on against the wall and again he gets on me because he's a he's a heavy guy and he's pushing me up against the fence. I'm like, Edward, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, I'm not Edward. I'm Tommy the Green Ranger. <laughs> and this was, was he high, bro? No, it was I don't know, because in the during the Power Rangers, the, they released a new character called Tommy and he was the Green Ranger, but he was evil at first. So I guess he was going around saying he was evil. I don't know. <laughs> and then he left, dude. He just ran away. And I'm like standing there. And then my buddy comes out and he's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Fucking Edward just knocked my ass down right now. Like saying he's the Green Ranger. Like, and he's like, what? And my friend laughs. And then later on the next day, I see Edward outside and he's sitting over there with some other kids. And I walk up to him and he's sitting down. So I push him I'm like the fuck, Edward, would you do that for? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm on your stupid Green Ranger thing. He's like, Green, what are you? That wasn't me. What are you talking about? Acting like as if it never happened. I don't know. Mira, mira. Dude, really? It was weird. <laughs> yeah. I only wanted to bring up that story because you brought up a story, like a, a guy. I don't know. I thought it was, you know, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a knife. You know, right. he had the dragon dagger, but. Dude, that's crazy too <laughs> that he, he did that and then he 
doesn't remember the next day, bro. Was he, he sober? Was, nah, too? he was. He, no, he knew, dude. He was being dumb. It had to be. <laughs> playing. He was being. Yeah, he was being. Yeah. Man, okay, pendejo. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode once again. Yeah. This is Caesar Valencia of Los Gothco. We're going to talk to him. So, hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. Now, let's fire up those time circuits. <laughs> Set it to 2020 because today. We're traveling back in time to learn the history of Los Gothco. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. She's dressed in black again, and I'm falling down again. Down to the floor again, I'm back. Long ago, when we had Chicano Shuffle on our show, they introduced me to this page that I was just like amazed by because there were like some amazing fun videos. But at the same time, I saw that they had this awesome clothes too. I was like, what is this page? So I had to give these guys, you know, this page a shout out. And out of nowhere, you know, I get a response from this page and we got to talking. And finally, after all this time, we've been able to get together and have them on the show. But ladies and gentlemen, Cesar Valencia is on with us. Orale. Thank you for, guys, for having me here. Welcome. Welcome. Amazing yeah, to have you. Yeah, man. Th- thanks for coming on. Now, Los Gothco, what came first? Was it the clothing or was it like just doing a page first? What was it? Uh, you know what? Um, it was boredom. <laughs> so this is this is like That's the middle crazy. pandemic, you know, like we we had nothing going on, can't go outside, can't do anything. Um, and I, I've been a pretty creative guy most of my life. So, I, I mean, I'm what we do at Los Goths. You know the the mashup of the videos and the and the music. It's nothing new. I just picked it up from somewhere else, and I was like, I want to try this. I want to. I want to do this. So, um, yeah, I just had a few ideas, and it just came together. And I was like, let me see if this at all goes anywhere. So I opened up an account. I uh, posted up a few videos, and. Um, yeah, like, you know, a few people started liking this and, you know, it just kind of went on from there. So, I mean, if 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 bringing it back to how I started was, um, I don't know if you have seen this video. I, I've actually posted it on those costs. It's probably one of my first videos. It's this guy. Um, I can't recall his name, but the song that he has on is called, um, is called uh, Post Punk Buchon. Mm-hmm. So it's this guy from Mexico and yeah. he's doing like a corrido with like this um, post-punk like, um, <laughs> um, you know, and, and that's kind of how it sparked up. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. That's kind of like what I want to do. So I kind of kept pushing from, from there, you know? Yeah. But overall, it was nothing but boredom. I was stuck at home, didn't have anything to do, just basically just doing doing these videos for fun you know yeah i mean i, I think it's it, it honestly it's amazing like the way you you mix like 
whatever it's it's always like dancing videos more so now like you pull like i'm not sure where you get these videos but like i, I like how you search them I'm, I'm assuming you just get them off of youtube but like what your search is like yeah. never mind just put um you know dancing guy or whatever and you then know, you just uh, yeah no um so like i said in the beginning i had ideas right i had you know favorite movie of all time is is blood in blood out somehow i to connect my love of music yeah. to, to, to that, you know? And, and in my head, it was like, let me just remake like a music video that is so uncommon that nobody's gonna ever think of doing. And I, I did that, right? Yeah. Um, but overall, just people started to really like these videos and connecting to them that um, they sent me, um, you know, just links to, to YouTube pages or just to other accounts or just, you know, they'll, they'll screenshot a video and send it to me. Oh, that's amazing. And that's just how it grew. You know, in the beginning, I was like, no, I want to do my own thing. I want to yeah. find videos. After a while of trying to really create something organic on your own gets old because mm -hmm. then I'm I don't know where else to look. I'm getting tired of YouTube. I'm getting tired of this. And so just people overall, like, just, they just send me links of, like, just these funny videos. And, yeah. you know, I'm like, hilarious, you know, like, of course I'm going to use that, you know, um, if, if it's, if it's doable, there's just some videos that I just can't, I'm not a master editor. I don't, you know, I do everything on my phone. I'm not sitting on my, on an office, just editing but videos. See, that's the you beauty. Know? That's the beauty about what's happened in the pandemic. See, you did this out of boredom. That's amazing. You're like, oh, man, I'm bored. Hey, I'm listening to some videos. Where? Uh, do you have Final Cut? No, on my phone. And you just go on the phone. <laughs> yeah. You know what, bro? I'm an editor. And it just blows me away. I'm like, see, you yeah. have your own formula, bro. I think everybody's got their own style. You yeah. have your own unique style. Because I have my favorites. I have my, my favorites. Like, I'm in my bed just, like, kicking my feet up and just, like, scrolling right? through my just like editing Amazing. videos i mean like i said the videos are not like you know an editing genius mastermind thing that i'm doing it's just i'm just a, a song comes to my head i'm like that will go good with this video mm -hmm. um you know and then i try to mix it up I mean, sometimes i do take a while you know i'm just listening to music all day long just for the right song. And sometimes I'm like, shit, I've been doing this fucking 30 second video for like two hours. <laughs> That's yeah. editors, man. We, we could sit there for like 12 hours and only get 30 seconds of a clip. Right, yeah. right, right. The funny thing, this is the funny thing. It's like, uh, I'll do something, right? It took, took me like about two hours just because I'm just scrolling through, through yeah. music, stuff like that, right? It took me a long time. Finally get it, finally finish it. I post it and it's like, I like the original better. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> that's why you have you to know, have two videos, bro. You have one that you keep, you edit, you don't touch. You're like, oh, okay, that's the first one. And then the second one is the one that gets revised several times by you, showing it to your partner and everybody else, you know, yeah. because if you lose that first one, you delete it and you're like, ah, I, I, now I kept all this, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard. Separate it, account, like a spam account <laughs> where I would upload the video. Right. Just to make sure that if before I posted it on those goths, I would post it on this spam account just to see if 
Instagram would, you know, restrict it or delete oh, it. Oh, if they flag it, yeah. How do you get away with it, bro? How are you doing? <laughs> how are you? Hey, I'm I've a, asked them already too about that. Bro, how are yeah. you doing it? Because I, I, I go on, I put the pest mode on, like I'm out. You're out. <laughs> you know what? So, so I've, I've kind of, um, I've kind of figured out. Mm-hmm. what songs get restricted and what songs don't a lot of like local bands the bands that don't get recognized so much those don't really get flagged um that sucks they're like almost hey, man, our song's gonna get on <laughs> thing by joy division new order um billy idol i can i don't even post it just because i know it's gonna get restricted um i just learned through time that okay this video works this i mean this song works this song doesn't but i always try to keep it like under 30 seconds or if i go like an i'll do like a one minute long video um and i'll just know that that video won't get flagged or anything you know but before that i i used to have that account where i would post it and see if it would get flagged or not but then i lost a password to it it was a whole thing so now there is this floating account somewhere that i can't like <laughs> yeah you know log in <laughs> Well, I, I, the one thing I've noticed is Warner Brothers, they, they get on you quick, like, because yeah. they're, they're, they're prints, they have prints. And we, re- we recently did a Purple Rain episode. So just mm-hmm. like you, like, I've always done Song of the Week. So I've always liked posting a clip in which I got to give you credit, because you've helped make my uh, video posts much better, like cleaner. And what I mean by that is before I used to make it like, oh, I got to put the title, the name of the podcast, like all of this where the video was just tiny, but everything else was 88, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw what you did. All you do is just put, you know, Los Gosco in the corner. The video is the focus. Mm -hmm. Then the video dissolves into your guys's name. That's it. So I started doing that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take that idea and it makes my videos look nicer. I I, I got that from uh, uh, Foo's Gone Wild. <laughs> See everybody everybody takes from everybody like oh like you know that's a good idea. So I started doing that with my song of the weeks, but when we did Purple Rain, mm-hmm. um I was doing covers of Prince songs uh-huh. and I would still get flagged. But I noticed if I put it at 29 seconds, yeah, it was clear. So as long yeah. as I keep it 29 or below when it gets flagged, boom, I'll be fine. Yeah. The whole thing on Instagram with music is that they're pretty strict with music. I mean, on my personal account, like I've had like my radio playing and it catches a song that's playing in the background. It's like, oh, delete it. Just like, like, I didn't even know that I was like having that song play in the background and just I get a notice saying, oh, this song is deleted for copyright issues and shit like that. And I'm like, what? You're like, why? What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, so honestly, I don't get away with anything. I just, if it gets flagged, it gets flagged. Um, Yeah. In the beginning, it would bug me because I'd spend a lot of time on a video. But, you know, I've gotten used to it. I've kind of, like, made it so that I can figure out how I can do a video real quickly, um, you know, just to continue having content. That's one thing I learned through this account. I, I, I have no idea how it grew. We, we're not even a year old yet. And we're already pushing 15,000 followers. And um, the thing is that, you know, people get bored quickly. I see it. Um, if I don't post for like an entire day, like I could see the the account just not having any any kind of con. I mean, uh, any just you know, um, what do you call it? Just people messaging me or liking anything. Just pretty much just, the activity. Uh, the activity. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just pretty much like, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I, I need to at least sell them something. So what I've learned through a friend of mine who's, you know, a fashion designer and stuff, he says, people, regardless of what you're doing, they want to hold something tangible. So what that means is if, if you have anything that remotely reflects or you connect with, you want to hold something tangible. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me put on, you know, let me, let me figure out how I can sell them something. You know, I've always yeah. kind of passion and, 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 and music and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? T-shirts might, might work. So that's how it just basically got started with, you know, um, people started liking the video. So I'm like, okay, cool. This is kind of taking off a little bit. Let me sell them something, see if it'll sell, you know? That's great because you're mixing all of my favorite bands, bro. You got, mm -hmm. first of all, are you a big Depeche Mode? Because I see a lot of Depeche Mode uh, merch there, uh, references like like the, the flower, but it's como yeah. la flora Selena. Yeah. That's badass. Bro. Yeah. So I, I obviously I'm I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> no, no, it's creative. Tú estás siendo creativo porque estamos aburridos de nos que. Yeah, so I said, you know what? I want to uh, recreate, you know, the 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 shirts, the t-shirts that I love wearing. But obviously, I'm not trying to sell somebody a Depeche Mode t-shirt. Yeah, because obviously there is a gajillion. Depeche Mode t-shirts out there so I mean with the help of my partner this is where she comes in right. um she's super like fashionista she knows crazy song titles like I'm the oh. worst and what's, what's her name como se llama Alex Alex okay Alejandra Muñoz <laughs> Muñoz okay your partner because yeah. if I see no no dice su nombre se va a enojar contigo yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've cool. learned I've learned <laughs> yeah 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 for real <laughs> no, she's super chill. She, she doesn't nice. get on my anything, but she's basically the the artistic side of this whole thing. Like she she came up with that shirt, you know, um, kind of blending the two. In the beginning, um, that's kind of how we started pushing this kind of like blending, um, you know, a band with something else or making it in Spanish, you know, kind of like relatable to you know our our our, our Latin culture and stuff like yeah. that, you know. Um, that's that's beautiful. How, but, you know, overall, you know, just our brand became um, something else. So, like, we don't even really have to push bands or, um, you know, just music that we like so that people will buy it. Just overall, it's just, you know, just became a brand. And people are actually just buying just that Los Goths t-shirt, you know. Um, it doesn't have to say anything on it. So that that makes me proud because, you know, now I don't really have to have it be so gimmicky you know yeah you know the cool thing about because i i live here on melrose it's brand galore here i see all these new upcoming and it's so challenging and there's so much good stuff out there but you're you're getting so much recognition that you gotta also write up on vice which is a cool yeah, thing to do that, I mean, to wait, be on yeah i mean that's super, awesome uh yeah i didn't even expect that that one i i, I got nervous how do you I feel mean, about I, that <laughs> let, um, let me just like sidetrack a little bit. Um, okay. Overall, this is my first ever podcast. Never oh, done really? it. Oh my goodness, Mira, el honor. Wow, that's oh, awesome, bro. <laughs> hey, we're making it easy for you. Yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> I, I was gonna have uh, like an interview with uh, the guys from 
I love micheladas. So I don't know if you guys know them. They all they do is just like homemade micheladas. They mm, they're, they're pretty popular. They're called I love micheladas. I was supposed to have an interview with them. And then uh, a lot of political nonsense was going on. So they were like, you know what? A lot of stuff is happening right now. I don't think it's a good time for an interview. So let's just postpone. That was supposed to be my first podcast I was going to come on. But, you know, here I am with you guys. So not well, that you guys can't, but <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, just to have it, uh, you this know, is my very yes. first podcast ever. Well, Seriously. We were supposed to have you on last. I, I, it was late last year. Uh -huh. but, well, since you made it public, I'll just say it. But it's up to you if you want to continue talking about it. But you had posted about that you had gotten COVID. So oh, that's we were supposed yeah. to have you on. You got COVID, and I'm like, yeah. oh. At first, I was like, ah, he doesn't want to be on the show. It's like I got COVID. <laughs> but no, it's like mm -hmm. you know what's crazy because you got COVID around the same time my brother got it. And it mm -hmm. was just crazy, bro. And I remember you're yeah. like, hey, I can't come on. And yeah. I... it's crazy, man. I mean, you know, like I didn't even know I had it, you know, and and just overall, I was just like, I'm getting sick. And my my partner, my girlfriend, she was like, yeah, I'm getting sick, too. So that's how we got it. But in general, like at that time, that's when a lot of people were catching it at the same time, like November from November through yeah. like late December that that was yeah. like the bike we all had like that's when everything shut down between that time that's when like the lockdown came in that's the second lockdown and all kinds of like stores and restaurants were getting closed down it was crazy man you know so yeah I mean it, it's no joke you know it's it's crazy it's it's super super crazy you know but here we are we're still surviving right yeah, well, that's man. good. That's good and that you're 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 you fought it and you're with us. And now you're sharing this amazing story with uh, this company. You're, now, are, are you do you this at the house or how did this how do you guys like manufacture your yeah, your, your clothing. clothing? That's what uh, I'm wondering. Do you do it in the garage or you no, do you have a no, place now? No, no, <laughs> no, I mean, at least me, I, I guess I have the the business side of of this whole thing. Alejandra, she's. The creative side, she's my partner. She helps me in everything. I run all the technical stuff. Nice. And, um, I'm very big on on uh, outsourcing through local uh, merchants and stuff like that. I, I want to be able to tell a story through anything that I do. So, yeah, yeah I do create some of my merch. You know, um, some T-shirts, the 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 gothic shorts. Yeah, uh, I've seen those. Those sell like hotcakes, man. Uh, it's um, genius, though. You gotta admit, that's genius. Gothic, <laughs> dude. I yeah. saw one at Starbucks the other day. Mira, dije, mira, gothic. Look at my girlfriend's. What are you looking at? I'm just looking at gothic, mija. But tengo que ver. Está bonito. Unas bonitas nalgas. Yeah, that those that was probably one of my 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 most like best ideas that I came up with. I be <laughs> very shy about creating women's clothing because obviously I'm a male and right. no space in that world, to be honest with you, because I have no clue about sizing and what they really like and what they don't like. I just noticed that these shorts, this style of shorts was real popular. And I said, and then 
just out of the blue, I just said, I want to make some shorts that say gothic on it. For, I mean, there was no like thinking about it. It was just like that. It just popped into my head and I did it and it and it kind of caught fire. So we've kind of been pushing that. You know, I think we can create an entire, line. you know, just line that's <laughs> oh, wow. gothic on it. You know, that's awesome. Um, I, again, we, we're not the first to come up with that term gothic, right. but we 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 definitely are using it um you know and and so far it's been working out you there's know one, there's one that uh it's got the joy division uh somos soy dark soy dark soy dark was i thinking pendejo somos that's another guy no yeah dude somos do- oh that was awesome dude i love it <laughs> oh man yeah that's another one that hit um I Again, I think that the 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 entire integrity of what Los Goths is is literally um, coming from that like iconic YouTube video that's like super old, but it's basically with I, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's this it's this girl, she goes by Lalbira, and and it's mm-hmm. on YouTube, and then basically she kind of breaks down what you know Los Darks is. You know, she's basically right. about how she's goth. But, you know, obviously she's she's Mexican, so she's giving it that, that you know, soy darks, you know, that's what <laughs> God's in Spanish, you know, and... Veronica Rodriguez de la Luz del Topo. Pero todos me conocen como la Elvira. Vea, este... Pues miren, como ustedes pueden ver, pues soy, soy darks. La verdad, no les voy a echar mentiras, soy darks. Me gusta la música oscura, ¿verdad? Como esa que se oye. Me pinto así en negro los ojos y la boca porque soy darks. Yep, that's exactly what my direction with uh, Los Goths is, as, as far as like clothing-wise and stuff like that, you know? It reminds me of my aunts. Why? ¿Por qué se ponen cosas? Why are you wearing dark all the time? Porque somos goths. Hay que puro negro, puro Depechmon dark. It's like my dad, eh? <laughs> the time he found my black nail polish in my car. Oh. <laughs> he went in the house. Oh, man. ¿Te crees, te crees muy Robert Smith, too? Muy de cure, muy de cure. Aren't you tired of wearing the uh, Jim Morrison t-shirts or the door t- That was like my house all day long. It was like, what the hell are you wearing? You don't have another shirt? Do <laughs> but it's another Jim Morrison shirt. Right, right, right. Wow. <laughs> well, I gotta, I gotta say, like your shirts that you have, like you know, I'm just going through the site here. Like you, you have some new ones that I've been seeing that, cause that's the that's the crazy thing, bro, about your 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 page. When we first discovered you, like I believe you had probably like about like 600 followers. And now knowing that you've had like close to 15,000 and you have Felipe Esparza sharing yeah. your stuff, bro. Like, that's awesome. I got, and I got a good story about that. Go for it. Go to share it if yeah. you can, if you want. It's okay. No, so I have to really give it up to Felipe Esparza um, because if it wasn't for him, I don't think that Los Gauss would have even like got going um, because when I started Los Goths and I, and I caught the, the, the idea of like, okay, th- this is working. The videos are funny. People like it. 
um, somehow it got to Felipe Esparza and then he reposted a few videos of ours on his storyline. And I think he might've posted on his, on his, um, on his grid or whatever, but the do- it was the Dodgers one when the Dodgers won. That was the video I saw that he posted. Yeah. He's, he's posted a few along the way, but, but I think that that's the first time I saw it. I was like, Oh, yeah. look, he shared look, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, just, uh, I, I, the video was, um, I can't remember. I'll have to look, but anyways, he, he reposted it and that's how we were able to get our first like 1000 followers. After that, it just consistently started growing f- with that. You know, um, other other people with following have reposted our stuff, too. But again, Felipe Esparza was the one who was able to kind of make it happen for us um, just out of the blue. You know, um, after that, it was just like people messaging us. We love it. That's how like Vice got to us. Um, you know, all kinds of stuff just came our way right after it, it kind of caught fire through Felipe Esparza, because that's how we got our first. Yeah. thousand fifteen hundred followers within that month you know and that was all within a month that it was you know um i, I don't need what i did but i think i hit the right button that kind of like people started to kind of follow you know and i think you know I, someone told me they were like you know what this is just what we needed we we, we everything was so I guess what she was trying to say is like, nobody was able to laugh. Nobody was able to, everything was so grim because it was like the middle of pandemic, a whole political craziness is happening. So being funny wasn't a a thing. So people felt that what I was doing was kind of bringing them like a, a bit of, you know, sunshine to their little crazy world that we're all experiencing, you know? So that really touched me, you know, and, and I kept pushing from there, you know, I'm like, you know what, if this is working, I'm going to go full on, um, you know, I'm just like everybody else right now. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really working because of pandemic Can't really, I've always been self-employed, so I can't really go back to what I originally was doing. Um, so I've been just full on doing this full time, yeah. you know, crazy. It's crazy how it's working. Um, because I'm literally doing this full time. That's, That's a beautiful good. thing, man, to yeah. have it to do it something. Uh, entrepreneur? Yeah. Yeah. Entrepreneur. I don't even know how to spell it, but yeah. Entrepreneur. <laughs> hey, you're an entrepreneur, man. You know what? I have my favorite one. El Tio, the one who's dancing. Oh, dude. Yeah. John Travolta. Oh, my God. That guy. <laughs> I love that guy. You just posted a new one. I, I literally just learned his name yesterday. It's What's his, his name, bro? They call him El Lobo. So if you just look it up on YouTube. Even this. Where is he from? Where is he from? I, uh, from Guatemala. Guatemala. Que híjole, que... Dude, yeah. him and John Travolta together, dude, would do awesome <laughs> team, bro. That's funny. <laughs> now you've I love that guy. Now you've given me a video idea. Yeah, Having, yeah there you go. Mira, John Travolta <laughs> y este camarada, híjole, y nomás le pones el credit ahí de, de nosotros, 88 millas por hora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I've been trying to see what else I could do. Like, overall, it's been steady. Um, you know, obviously, that if you keep doing the same thing over and over, do people do start, you know, losing interest and stuff like that? So I'm always trying to think about, like, what else can I do? What else can I push 
so that it, it doesn't get stale, you know, like eventually the, the dancing funny videos, it, it's going to get, you know, stale, you know, so I have to try to figure out what else I can do. So I'm kind of like in that little world right now where I'm trying to figure out how to redirect this, you know. I think with the success of these, vi- you know, these, these videos, we get used to seeing these characters, but if you keep using, it's like, it's like the Bernie Sanders, like that meme, God, that thing was all over the place, you know, and it just, it had his moment and now it's gone. Yeah. But sometimes you'll yeah. see him once in a while. You're like, Oh, that's funny. You can yeah. keep kind of being creative with those characters and then kind of decorate them around something else. That's Mary. That's maybe happening in currently. And yeah. today, because every day, right? Like, look, the pandemic is, oh man, it's been crazy. But thanks to like videos like yours, it's makes, it makes us laugh. Like, right, Santos? Yeah. yeah. That, the, see, that's the thing about your, like your videos. It is, it's, it's, they're entertaining. It, it, it mm-hmm. is, they're, they're funny, but also too, what I like is the music. That's where mm-hmm. it like really gets to me is the music because you'll hear something and it's like, I'll laugh, but I'm like, oh, you know, I, I like this song. This is a good one, you know? <laughs> That's kind of the idea of this whole thing. Um, you know, uh, like I said, we we're not the first to to do this. Um, there's all kinds of other accounts with a lot more followings um, that that do the whole mixing of funny videos with like some you know modern song and stuff. You know, a lot of it is like hip hop. Um, you know, so I said, you know what, like. I, I, this is the kind of music I like. I'm I'm a '90s kid, like through and through. You know, like I grew up in the K Rock era, like when K Rock was like the cool thing to listen to. You oh, know, yeah, bro. and um, <laughs> where I learned about music, that's where I learned about all of my favorite bands. You know, um, I'm a straight up K Rocker. You know, and um, yeah, that's the term K Rocker. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I remember that K Rocker. Hey, so, what are you like, power or a K Rocker? No, it was yeah. a K Rocker. The, the thing is, like, you know, um, <laughs> there wasn't a, a, a back then in, in like the in like the mid 90s, you were either I mean, at least if you were in L.A. because I'm a, I'm a straight LA kid, you know, from the valley. Yeah. And it, it, it was either like you're 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 a cholo, you're a rebel or you're you're a stoner kid, you know, like you're you're a K-rocker, you know, like the K-rockers were the ones getting stoned and getting drunk and shit, listening to the Smiths and fucking the cure and shit you know yeah um and that the and that's that's where i'm coming from you know right right. (laughs) that was my music you know um you know i i grew up listening to deep house and you know like depeche mode and the cure and stuff you know and you know i'm i'm from that era where we call them flashbacks you know yeah hell yeah bro (laughs) flashbacks and they call them uh throwbacks you know, like, oh, that's a throwback. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's a flashback right there, man. Híjole, que viejo me siento yo. I'm coming my... Dude, I was an 80s kid. I lived the 80s. I lived uh-huh. MTV. I grew up in Southgate. Southgate, hola, Idraza, ¿cómo estás? And, <laughs> I, I, you know, I partied in Hudson Park. I partied... I mean, and the music that you grew up, I mean, that's what I was listening to. I mean, I my first band was very Depeche Mode, Duran Duran influence. Yeah. So, I mean, what you do with this... And what were you doing? I mean, it, it really just it's this nostalgia. It takes me back, bro. It's like yeah. when I see a movie and then I tie it in with a merch of yours, like I'm voy a poner esa camiseta me de acuerdo. You know, I mean, yeah. but yeah, but I mean, I mean, what a great I mean, the eighties and the nineties. I mean, it's just I, I can't get over it. I don't know. And and the the thing is like I'm pushing 40, right? And um, 
I'm still very much seeing these young kids still trying to reflect that time, you know, Mm -hmm. because when I was a teenager, I was trying to reflect the 80s myself. Exactly. Um, I got into my 20s. I'm still seeing the new generation pushing the 80s and stuff like that. So it's just like it's just not going away. I, I don't know what it is. I think it just has a lot of like pop culture nostalgia connected to it you know everything that you kind of grew up listening to has some sort of a connection with the 80s and um and yeah so like even like these new kids like I don't even understand them to be honest with you but you know um they're all just dressing like these 80s and 90s like kids you know and I'm just like holy crap I haven't seen that outfit in a a long time you know yeah but well that was me in high school. I'm like, I don't want to dress like anything else. You know, I want to, I want to look like Robert Smith or Jim Morrison or, you know, just anything that I'm like really into, you know, from the eighties and nineties, you know? And all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's just kind of what Los Goths is, you know, it is nostalgia it is, it's very much like, look, if it's going to be funny, I at least want to have it so that there is music that I love listening right. to. You know? And, um, and a lot of people, message me all the time what song is that i've never heard that song i love i love that you put this music you've turned me on into some new music and stuff like that i'm like it's not new but yes i get it you know and um and i love that i love that fact that you know people who might have been looking for new music they find it through los gods you know and through a silly video but at the same time you know they they connect with it you know yeah, well, f- just to give a plug right here on Spotify, you have you have some lists here. So I was gonna count them, but yeah, you have some lists. Go so look under Los Gothco, and you can find your Spotify your Spotify list. The Get In Loser We're Crying Volume One has five hundred and ninety five. Oh, I, that's likes. I thought that was songs. I, was, <laughs> I read I read it wrong. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Give it a I know. I feel like a dumbass now. Okay, okay. Sigale, sigale. all right. It's not. A, it's not five hundred and ninety five songs. I was gonna say, hey, that's that's really good. God damn. But no. <laughs> much as you want i'm okay with it 595 likes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was songs i was like hey that's pretty good <laughs> funny funny thing i i should be aware of these things and i'm not uh i'm only i'm so focused on like instagram people are like hey expand to facebook and expand to tiktok i'm like yeah, yeah I, sh- I can't get into tiktok though i don't know let what me, it is let me ask you bro let me ask you because i grew up with i mean i'm like Tecnorado, bro. Ya estoy tecnorazo, como diciendo, ya estoy cansado con todos estos platforms. Now, yeah. are you just focusing? You're looking, you're getting, having success on Instagram. You're just uh-huh. focusing on Instagram, right? You're just uh-huh. like, hey, F Facebook and YouTube or whatever other, I don't know even what other platform, but you're just focusing on Instagram. Is it better or do you want to expand to Twitter? Or I, I don't know, bro. I want to. No, I'll, I'll probably never go into Twitter. I don't know. I think Twitter is like this cesspool of hate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then I, I don't know that I can do what I do with Los Goss on Twitter, you know? Right, right. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, like, hint, like, I'm kind of like doing something on TikTok, but even then, like, I don't even know how, how it works. So, so um, I'm just sticking to what I know. And Instagram is like the platform that's kind of been giving me the, the, all the tools really to, to 
to create a business? Because first of all, like we're, we're a business. I want to be able to um, create something from what I'm doing, not just, you know, for fun. Um, so tick, I mean, uh, Instagram really is, is a place, you know, I'm very grateful for it um, because it, it allows you to, you know, put in your website. Um, you can even connect your, your store to it. Um, via Facebook and stuff like that. So you can do a lot of things and without, you know, without you having to buy anything, you know, you don't have to buy um, uh, whatever it is that you, you know, like pay any money to create a store on Instagram, you know? So, you know, just as long as, you know, you're, you're pretty much, you know, consistent with your content, I think people will follow and they will see that, you know, that you can, you know, def, they, you know, that you can sell basically anything if, if it's, you know, a, a consistent platform, you know? Yeah. It's great to hear from someone like you because I also did, I mean, I was, I'm a full-time musician. I mean, that's mm -hmm. work, um, you know, I've done that for doing this for 10 years and then the pandemic, no more tours. So I had to come up with something and I just came up with my own stuff, like my art and, and I showed it to some people like, Hey, put on a, on a shirt, I'll wear it. I was like, okay. And, you know, so it keeps the mind flowing. It kept something going and you're learning as you go because it yeah. is a different world we're living now. People don't yeah. have to go to the stores. I mean, here on Melrose, a lot of the stores are gone, bro. Yeah. The mom and pop stores, that, that stuff, that like cool stuff, like unique that you produce are no longer there. Now you can go yeah. online and in Instagram, yeah. be connected. Yeah. And I think you have much more of a, you know, your, 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 audience and you know you're what they want so i think you have a much more um, connection with them like that is that yeah i i, I um that the the connection came through the music so you know I, I basically what i said is if i'm gonna put my time and effort into it i'm gonna put you know what i like into it and i think that's what is mm -hmm. keeping it alive because you know if you're gonna be doing something that you don't love um, you're going to get tired of it. You know, you're not going to give it as much attention as you, as you can. And then it just dies out. You know, um, I'm putting a lot of energy into this. I'm, I'm definitely contacting a lot of vendors and um, I do create some of my own merch myself, but um, I, I definitely, like I said, I definitely like to work with with other people to give them an opportunity you know um i have people message me hey i i do this i do that this might work for you this you know and if i know that you're a local you know merchant from from la and stuff like that i'm more than willing to work with you if it's something that i can benefit from yeah. i'm not trying to make you know, tons of money from it but you know it's just the idea of you know having community um through what i love doing so you know, I can definitely go ahead and do all of my own clothes, but then that's going to take up all of my time and I'm never going to have any real time to myself. So, you know, having a, a group of other people behind me, you know, kind of creating my ideas, that's that's what I'm trying to do, um, essentially, in the long run. You know, um, if this really does take off um, to something real, then, yeah, I'd like to have a group of people that I can say, like, hey, use them, you know, use these guys use these guys they can help you out you know um they're local they're from la they're from you know they're they're rasa you know that's one thing that i that i want as well like i i want to be that person that connects you know like the rasa owned businesses to other people as well you know um it's not just like hey 
use use some random place. It's like, no, it's these are real people with real businesses that need to get recognized as well. So, you know, I guess our clothes is very much Rasa made as well. You know, like they're making my shirts for the most part or making my merchandise. You know, they're they're, you know, straight up like hustlers like myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's what, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And overall, you know, just music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, I think you're like, you're putting a, also a spotlight to the fact that, you know, us Latinos, you know, we like La Raza likes freaking, you know, soy darks, <laughs> you know, we yeah, love, you know, Depeche Mode when they come you out. Don't, you don't mess with the, with the, with the Morrissey Smith Raza, dude, they will kick your ass if you oh, talk yeah. shit. <laughs> it's funny because like I, I don't know if, if you uh ever gone like to the to the clubs like back back in the day like i used to go to these clubs in hollywood called like dungeon and perversion you know clockwork orange and it, and i i always used to, i always used to see these chortles dude like go into the goth room and dance just dance and at first when i would first see them show up i'm like oh they're here what are they gonna do start trouble nah they were yeah. just having a good time they're just like oh, yeah. this is nice <laughs> No, it's crazy. I I think that we, uh, us as 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 people, we we try to give some sort of an identity to what you look like. And what I've learned through this whole thing is, um, it, it's not about how you look or how you dress. Is is really like if you're really into it, you're gonna go and do it. You know, you're gonna be a DJ for this type of music, or you're gonna go and dance to these clubs and stuff like that. Um, I've met some crazy people where I'm just like. I haven't, I would, I would never think like if I saw you in the street to say that you were, you know, uh, uh, a DJ that only spins like, you know, like alternative, you know, like goth or, or, you know, just 80s music and stuff. Like, I would never think that, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, there's so many people out there that it's just like, you know what? It's not about how I look. It's the love that I have for it, you know? And, and I, and I get it, you know? Yeah. And I like that. And, and a lot of the people that follow us, um, that message us, are like, I love this song. I love this. I love what you guys do. They're just regular looking people. They're not like these obscure looking like leather wearing goths, you know, they're just random people like you and me, you know, and, um, you know, you'd never think that that's what they're into, but they are, you know, they, they love it. They, I even bring them back. They're like, dude, that's what I used to be into. That's what I was all about back in my day and you're giving you're bringing you're bringing back that music i used to love to him that's crazy too because people forget about these songs you know and and i'm it, it's mesmerizing that you know you'll you you completely leave an entire lifetime behind so that you can continue to grow you know you're giving them literal flash flashbacks <laughs> that, yeah. that's yeah. what it is i mean how when i was in high school um like a lot of the cholos dude if i had them in class and because I would be all in black and everything. I, I actually had long hair back in the day. <laughs> I wasn't bald always. And like, they would always talk to me. They would be curious, dude. Like, they'd be like, you're like, hey, you know, you like, you like the, the Marilyn Manson, huh? And because I'd always have Marilyn Manson, you know, fuck that guy now. But I would always have Marilyn Manson stuff. And he, they'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I like him. He's like, oh, that's nice. Hey, he's like, I really like the beautiful people. That's a good song, you know? And they would always talk to me, dude. They'd be interested in the shit that yeah. I enjoyed. You know, I'd have Johnny the Homicidal Maniac comics, like the Joni Vasquez, and they'd be like, hey, what's that book, dog? And like, let me see. And I'd show it to him, like, oh, this is badass, and This is, yeah. you know? <laughs> and they were always interested. You know, but- I, I think that um, 
at least in my experience, I think that, you know, um, when how you grew up is a reflection of what you are. And, um, you know, sometimes culture really, really comes into play. You know, for example, like, you know, when, when we reference Cholos, you know, like sometimes we, we, we don't acknowledge that their, their entire family is, is a part of this, you know, kind of like uh, background, you know, um, so they, they look and dress the same way because that's a cultural thing that they have going on. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, when they, we, we don't really acknowledge that they might be into like other stuff too, you know, regardless of how they look or dress, you know, and, and I, and I, and I never used to think like that. I used to be like, Oh, that's a Cholo doesn't listen to anything that I'm into and stuff like that. And some of my closest friends, they were either Cholos and then turned into like goths, you know, like the whole, like, Cholo goth movement and stuff like that. That's a real thing. Yeah. And 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 it's crazy to see that because it's, it's, it's real and it's true. You know, it's like I used to dress like this, but now I dress like this. Um, and it's just a reflection of my 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 life. You know, it's it has nothing to do with I with with what you are, you know, in general. It's it's complicated, but you know, overall it's just like I think we like to justify people of what they look like. Um to what they might be into, you know, and that's not true. Yeah, I mean that that that's so true. Like like spe- you know, speaking of the term flashbacks, because my dad was he he was a, a DJ most of his life, growing like through his early twenties and stuff. It wasn't until you know he got older, having a family, it made it really hard to live that DJ life, being an actual station. He did for Mexican radio station and everything, so he left that. But for him to continue having that feel of being a DJ, he bought a whole system set up and he would go to parties and DJ. Like that's what he would do because he was an announcer. He loved announcing. But every time, like if I would, like my little brother would go help or I would go help all the time, dude. And it's usually like Cholos because we we all be through East LA, like San Gabriel Valley, all of that. They come up to me like, hey, does your dad have flashbacks? I'm like, yeah, he has (laughs) 80s, right? You want some? He's like, yeah, those flashbacks. I love them, you know. Would you play dog? You know, they have. what was your dad DJing? What do you mean? What what was he DJing? Yeah, like what was his thing? Um, a banda and all that stuff. But he had that party music that that he always had that set. A lot of it that was just like you know, yeah, he would have a lot of flashbacks, or I mean, not flashbacks, but a lot of the eighties, a lot of the stuff like the the house and whatnot. But he had yeah. everything, a whole catalog of all that stuff. But mainly, like he would go and he would play a lot of banda because he would do quinceañeras, weddings, and yeah. all of that. You know, so he was Dude. just a DJ, so he kind of just um cater to the to the crowd i guess you know? exactly but in That's in great. his in his book he was ready he was ready <laughs> just in case and every party dude i swear to god every party <laughs> hey you got some flashbacks i'm like yeah i'm like, just let me, what do you want i'll ask my dad to play him <laughs> no that's cool and you know what we 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 kind of like give those type of djs like um they're so underrated because they're the most prepared because they're going to a party to cater to that style of people and if you don't have that style of music like you're gonna suck you know and i get it you know because you may be into a certain style of music but it's like hey we're gonna go to this house party and they all they want to listen to is to cumbias or merengue or salsa or whatever and it's just like you better have it and it better be the it better be the jams too you know yeah no my dad was always said he always had like 
his stuff ready and whatnot, yep. you know? And as I got older, my little brother would be the one always to go help. And yeah, he would, he would tell me about this. Like, yeah, they still ask. And they, that's what they call them flashbacks. It's always flashbacks. <laughs> it never goes away. And that has to come. Honestly, I feel that that term comes from, from the K-Rock days because Richard Blade had his flashback lunch and we saw 80s Ash flashbacks. So yeah. that's why to this day, we still call them flashbacks. You know, I know they're, it's crazy. The younger kids would call me. them oldies. I don't know other kids or people are calling it. They're, own, they're flashbacks to me all day. Yeah, they'll call <laughs> them oldies, but it's like, no, man, they're flashbacks. That's what yeah. they are. I know, Freddie, you, you said it looked like you were going to ask something, but then I talked over you. No, no, no. I was just remembering that before the pandemic, I was DJing at this one place out in East Los Angeles. And it was a cool place, actually, where I grew up. And uh, a, a group of, of, of cholos just came to party and they loved the 80s. So, mm. the, But then they asked me to play some of their old. They're like, hey, I like, hey, you like the Peshmer? I like, hey, enjoy this. And hey, can you play uh, some of my, you know, oldies? And I was like, like, what, bro? Like, what do you want? And he was like, something like. I don't know. And he named the song, dude, thank God I had Spotify, bro. <laughs> you know, I would have been, uh, and then I played that and then dude, it was just like amazing. And then they played, they would come up and I would just uh, take the request. Hey, I was like, yeah, I'll take the request. And I learned a lot about their, the, the music. Cause I remember growing up, I had a few of them, you know, I have friends and also my cousins too were into that music and I would listen to that stuff. And it's just nice to kind of hear it, but it was crazy to hear the oldies yeah. mixed in with the eighties and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but uh, you, you always, you know, what? I, I think it just brings us part, together. I'm a part of that crowd where, you know, I'm, I'm very into a, just way too much music, you know, and, and, you know, I, you know, depending on the mood, depending on kind of the setting and, and my background and stuff like that, depending on what kind of people I'm hanging out with, like, I want to listen to that kind of music, you know, it just kind of sets the mood, you know, it's not necessarily, at least with me, it's like, I don't want to listen to like, some like new wave, dark wave stuff all day long. It's like, dude, I want to listen to some cumbias right now. Like I've been drinking. Exactly. Mood, you know, let's, let's get some cumbias going. Let's get some broken Espanol. Let's get some you know, whatever, you know, just as long as to set the mood, you know, and, and I really enjoy that. And I think just overall, I think that's what people, at least Rasa, um, really enjoys, you know, like, don't, don't mistake me for what I look like. And that's all I listen to, because I want to have a good time too. You know, it's not all about like sad songs and, you know, and um, gloom and doom, you know, it's, it's like, I grew up with a family that it's like, Domingos, it's time to clean, you know, turn on the (laughs) you know as, as cliche as that sounds that's that's my my life you know and 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 yeah like it's funny but it's true you know it's it's like saturday sunday mornings it's like that's how you wake up you know breakfast and clean you know Not was there you- anything that like because i'm assuming like through it, it would be when you're a kid growing up your it would be your mom playing the music right was there mm-hmm. ever anything that was embarrassing that she would blast so, um my mom, for the most part, she's a young mom, right? She had my brother at 15. She had me at 16, 17. So when we were in junior high, you know, she was she was still fairly young, you know? Um, and um, at that time, um, the whole rebel scene, the whole rebel movement was in. So it was nothing but deep house and happy house and hardcore and all of that, you know, like straight up like house music playing, right? Um, 
so this uh uh i can't remember what mix it was it was this like super popular like house mix um it had like all like all like any like all of the nostalgic like deep house songs that you can remember um were in this in this mix right i can't remember what it was called but it was like a party mix you know this is what djs would pop in at at parties when they needed to go to the bathroom or something you know and um <laughs> yeah or they needed a break or something you know they just pop in the cd and it was just a mix funny thing is my mom you know because my brother and i would and mostly my brother um would would be blasting all day long this deep house music and stuff right and richard vision and and um irene and all of them right and um so it, it got so common that she really liked it, right? She's always liked dance music. So she would come blasting away in our in our old ass car, some straight up deep house. And our friends are like, hey, your mom's here. And then my mom's just like rocking out, like just <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. humpy vision and shit in the car and stuff like that. And we'd be like, oh man, you know, it was it, it was embarrassing, but it it you know, like we loved it too. You know, once we were in the car, we were rocking out too. But yeah, basically, like that was what my mom used to like pick us up, you know, to when we would get like in the in the car, you know, from school and stuff like to some Richard Vision and stuff like that. You know, it was it was funny. It was funny now. <laughs> I, th- I think we all have a Richard Humpty Vision CD somewhere. I know I have a bunch of them too. So. <laughs> you no, know, this is this is what I tell everybody. Hard house. Because the funny thing is when people want to talk about this kind of music that was so prominent in L.A. Um, in the 90s, everybody can remember Richard Vision. The funny thing is all the songs that we're super into were coming from uh, DJ Irene. She created the whole um, house music scene in L.A. So anything that you can remember from then as far as like that sound, that like super deep bass sound from like Deep House, it's coming from her. She created that sound. The funny thing is she gets no credit for it. And it, and it's like, it's such a messed up thing because it's like, oh yeah, Richard Vision and and um, uh, who, who was this other guy too? Um, oh, it was Richard Vision and it was Tony B. And then it was the other guy, um, oh my God, uh, Lorimar. Yeah, yeah. It, it that was, was like, the group. That was the whole. Oh, and AJ Mora. That was the whole gang. Yeah, yeah. So like, they're getting all the credit, right? And all you hear is like, it's like, no. Well, the one who created this sound was, you know, DJ Irene. It's a girl, you know. Like, you know. And um, I always try to remind everybody. It's like, hey, remember this song? Remember this one? You know, it's like, yeah, that was Richard. You know, that was uh, DJ Irene. You know, it's like, oh, no way. I'm like, yeah, that's that's her shit. You know. So you know, um, I always try to let people know because <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit of a househead myself you know yeah. and uh, i was i was definitely into that stuff when i was in junior high and stuff like that you know back in the in the rebel days did you see the documentary there's a documentary that just came out about the house scene here in la and it includes dj irene along with all the other guys richard vision and all those have you seen that it's it's no. i think it's already out yeah what's it called um it's LA House, or it just came out last year. The guys put it together, and it's all the guys from Aka Boogie, uh, all the crew from Power 106, uh, and this guy who's been 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 behind the scenes filming all this stuff from the 90s, put all that stuff together with a documentary featuring 
all these DJs were male dominant course. And then you had a DJ Irene, man. DJ Irene gave me my first gig, bro, as Project FM in the 90s at, uh, at Arena in Los Angeles. Remember that club? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, and Santa Monica. Bro, that corner now is an apartment. It's just like, wow, I can't believe it. You know, you know what I tripped out on? And I never used to think about this ever until mm. I became a 30-year-old. And um, how did this nightclub get away with having, like, underage kids come clubbing? And this was for years. I mean, this was, like, way even before I was, like, into Dude. this Dude, I think it was just so much money, bro. You don't realize how much money that place was making. Every time I would go there, it was packed, bro. Yeah. Packed. To oh, the team. If Both nobody clubs. Circus, it. too. Behind that, too. That was the party corner right there. And then behind yeah. Arena, you had Circus. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, Circus back there. Yeah. Dude. Well, I remember uh, Bud Bundy in the early 90s, right? Or late 80s. Uh, he had his own nightclub that was for kids only. And it was like a straight out club, uh, like were uh, like it would seem like adults, but no, it was all for kids, dude. I never yeah. went, but I remember watching a documentary on Mary with Children, showing his, <laughs> that he made his own nightclub. You know what, Dave Faustino? <laughs> what's the, I literally just learned this. Um, he was a, a he was a rapper. Yeah. Yeah, he was a rapper. That's why they would do that whole. It was a uh, Bud. Uh, what was it Grandmaster Bud or God damn it? What was his carry? His I forget Grand his Grandmaster B, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he was an actual rapper. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he's doing now, but that's I literally just I'm like, what? So he was a real rapper, and he must, I don't know. I, I used to. The TV show. I was. I only know this just because I think yesterday or two days ago, I decided to just look up um, things. I things you didn't know about like married with children. You know. Yeah. So the things that you didn't know about married with children, and yeah. Yeah. He his name his rap name was D Lil. Uh, in 1992, he released an album called Ballistics, which spawned only one single titled "I Told You." And he was also featured in the KRS-One video, uh, Act Like They Don't Know Me, uh, They Don't Know. And I remember seeing that video at my buddy's house because, uh, see, in junior high, leading into, like, elementary, I always had the same friends, dude, elementary, because you're all in the same school. But once junior high hit, it's that time frame when you, like, you separate because you start uh, getting close with other people. And yeah. all my other, all, all like, all my friends were into breakdancing got huge for some reason in, in seventh grade. And I was really like digging the alternative music of K-Rock. And mm -hmm. I knew one guy, dude, that one guy always wore his Depeche Mode shirt, had a leather jacket, a CD booklet that had like Stone Temple Pilots, all this stuff. And I'm just like, man, I actually like this. Like I enjoy this stuff. And I stopped hanging around my friends and I was one of those that they would call, oh, the K-Rocker. He's a K-Rocker. And it was only me and like three other guys, but everybody else was all into the trendy stuff that was happening at that time. And then from there, I just started meeting other people. And I, and yeah, by, by high school, it's like, I knew what I love. Like, like at that point, the pumpkins were huge with melancholy and the infinite sadness. Like that was all the stuff I love, dude. And, and then from there, yeah. I grew, and as I got older, then you had the lime wire and I would start finding other stuff, you know, and, it was, it's just, that's how it, how it was for me, man. Thank God for LimeWire. I mean, <laughs> right? that's how I got a lot of my music, you know, repertoire just 
from LimeWire, you know. Um, I never I, I never got into the Napster thing, but LimeWire was my thing, you know. Like, that's where I got all... I mean, my computer was full of viruses, but I still had those songs, you know. <laughs> LimeWire. Dude, I promoted my first album on... At first, I was on Napster, and then it went on LimeWire. My first uh -huh. album went... Didn't even go to the CD stores. There are a few, but everybody ended up getting this the album on LimeWire is crazy. Hey, I got your album. You didn't buy it. No, I downloaded it. <laughs> you owe me $10. I love LimeWire, man. I discovered so many great artists and acts on there. Like mm -hmm. discographies, yeah. dude, dude, it was the best, man. That I was mean, my, I those days. That was my B side, you know, like, you know, um, that's where I discovered a lot of like the obscure sounds and, and, and songs from like all the bands that I already did. Like, you know, I just didn't know about, um, you know, like their, their side projects or their, you know, their B-sides or just, you know, songs that didn't even get made into like, you know, a record and stuff, you know? Um, and uh, it just kind of furthered my appreciation, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's, it's awesome that we got to have you on, but we, you know, before we're going to go, I want to learn a little bit different, like, you know, more about you. So we're uh -huh. going to ask some quick questions of like, not quick questions, but if you happen to have these. So what would be your top three favorite artists? Oh, shit. I knew this. I knew this question was going to come. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just so, like, my music is just all over the place, right? Um, I mean, generically um, speaking, my, my top three that I listen to all day and maybe not all day, but I guess just a lot of, um, would be, uh, Interpol. Ooh. That's, right that just, that's my go-to for some reason that just kind of sets my mood for anything. And then, uh, secondly would be the doors. I'm, I'm a forever fan. Um, look at that. Wow. The doors. And then, and then it, 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 kind of bounces back and forth between the Smiths and the Cure. Um, just because I think I've listened to too much of it. Um, but overall, like top three that it's just like to go to um, in my generic pile of music that I, because I have so many of it, um, it's that. It's, it's Interpol, you know, first three albums, maybe their fourth album. Um, the Doors is just because that's just what I grew up with. I've been listening to The Doors since I was a child. And then, um, you know, uh, it, it bounces back and forth, um, you know, between uh, the Smiths and the Cure. And then, you know, just overall, like in general, just everything else, you know? Yeah. Side question. What do you think of the Doors movie by Oliver Stone? Um, I grew up with that movie. I love it. You it's love it? Yes. Um, I'm I'm happy that there isn't a second movie. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, it's it just was wooden. good. It was good. Um, the story was great. Um, the 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 fact that um, uh, Val Kilmer uh, best. This is the reason why I watched the movie was because Val Kilmer recorded a few songs with his own vocals, and then he threw in like another uh, another two or three songs by the doors and had you know um had them listen to it and that's how he got you know kind of like the the, the part because he his voice was almost identical 
to to what Jim Morrison sounded like. Like, um, it was a great movie, hands down. Right. I, I think I have to like I have to share this story with you. I got to sing for the Doors, bro. I really? Sing for Robbie Krieger and uh, John Densmore for a Ray Manzarek tribute. It's on YouTube. I'll send it to you. A ver qué te parece. Oh, wow. it, which one? Yo cantando. The one with uh, it had like uh, that the the guy from um, it was it was it with with the with the the lead singer from Stone Table Pilots and no, it wasn't. It was uh, actually it was the bass player with Stone Table Pilots. Robert DeLeo was playing bass, and then mm-hmm. you had Stephen Perkins playing drums, and then filling mm-hmm. in for John Densmore, and then it was uh, Rami Jaffe from Foo Fighters who plays keys. Okay, but it was that kind of an all-star rock band, bro. And we did a uh, they, you know, Robbie wanted to do a celebrate celebration for ray and he put all these band together and i was called in thanks to my girlfriend she's a hairstyle and she heard mm-hmm. that they needed the singer it's like well my my boyfriend has is in the doors tribute band and i got that it was amazing bro i grew up with the doors too and i got to see that movie too yeah. just to have just to be there bro amazing bro <laughs> that must be amazing a whole I- week a whole week bro singing door songs yeah with them I never got to meet any of them. Um, the only coolest thing I have is this super cool poster signed by the remainder of the band. Um, and that's all I got. But yeah, I was a huge, I literally wanted to be Jim Morrison in like seventh grade. Like I grew out my hair, <laughs> only wearing t-shirts of the doors. That was me. Like my mom was tired of this shit, you know, but that that, that was, I was such a, still am, still am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, technically, there is a sequel to The Doors. Um, uh, what you call it? Uh, Val Kilmer hosted SNL. It had to be like late 90s, maybe. Uh, yeah, because that's when like Will Ferrell and all of them, Sherry Terry, were all on there. And they did a behind the music where Jim Morrison started an all, all band, like a tribute band in heaven. So you had like <laughs> Satchmo. He played like he was on, you know, uh, yeah. It, it, so he, and he comes out as Jim Morrison. He uh-huh. does it all. And it, it's, it's Val Kilmer and it's, it's, that, it's a, it's a skit. Yeah. Me of the, the bid that um, Jimmy Fallon did. Did you ever watch that? He, he, I don't know if it was in his show. I think it was in his show. Oh, Jimmy yes, Fallon. I did. Yes. And, he literally dressed up like Jim Morrison. And then it wasn't a Doors song that he made up a song, but it was like the most eeriest thing to watch because he sounds so, so similar to Jim Morrison. It's, it's crazy creepy. Um, but it was like, that just reminds me of that, just uh, Jimmy Fallon doing that. Yeah. And it's crazy. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but you need to watch uh, no, yeah, I've seen it yeah. as Jim Morrison. There's a sequel, I guess, right? You could check that one out. <laughs> Because it's Jim Morrison, right? So, so yeah, so that's awesome. All right, so since we're on the movie topic of movies, what would do you have a top three favorite films? Uh, yes, um, and it goes down, um, Blood In, Blood Out, hands down, my favorite movie of all times, and then it's um, uh, The Sandlot. All right, a, that, that's my, I, I literally just, I, I used to know literally word by word, like the entire movie. Um, but this was me as a child, you know? Um, and then it was um, the Iron Giant. The, the, um, nice. I, I, I 
have a thing about um, movies being set in like the the fifties. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just this nostalgic feeling. I, I mean, obviously, I didn't grow up with anything remotely close to living in the fifties or anything like that. But somehow, uh, I, I really really like a lot of the the, the movies that have been set um, during that time. Yeah. You know, so a lot of the cult classic movies, really. So you know, like La Bamba. I watch that movie religiously all the time. And then obviously American Me and um, yep. uh, they're just kind of, they give you this sense of nostalgia from back in the day. But overall, like those three, I watch all the time. I mean, I have different lists depending on what it is, but yeah. from what I watch the most, um, it's always been, it's always been that. Right on. Well, hey, welcome to Coolsville. Population <laughs> us. that's awesome man all right well here we go let's let's just do a quick you got to say either or bro you got to say either or so uh morrissey robert smith robert smith's (laughs) flashbacks or house flashbacks all right and then last um soy darks or gothic uh, so I darks all day, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, man. Well, you know what? I'm glad that you were able to come on, uh, share basically your this something that just created out of boredom. That's nuts. Seriously, it wasn't like you went in with the game plan and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna do this and I'm pretty pretty. No, you just freaking nope. like, I'm bored. Let me see where I can come. Just let's and and it I became bored. This it to my boredom and and it and it led me to to this and that's that's an amazing story man for it to get to the level where it's at now and that that's awesome man so uh for people you want to check it out you know you got uh please plug so people could find where obviously your instagram and you know where to buy the clothing oh i'm sorry you were asking me that (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'll say that plug away uh all right so um los goths uh, Los Goths, Los Goths Co. on Instagram, and then uh, losgoths.com. Um, th- that's basically where that where we are. Um, Instagram, Los Goth Co. and uh, losgothco.com. That's where you can buy merch and um, and check check us out. Right on. And then, uh, Freddie, any plugs for you? No, I'm just kind of just having a good time here. <laughs> <laughs> No, what do I got going? What do I got going right now? You're, 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 uh, you're, you're freaking your album, bro. You're, you're... Oh, no, I'm working on an EP right now. And I just dropped the first track. It's called Visions of the Future. So you can get it on Bandcamp. You can listen to it. Beautiful track. And uh, yeah, so I'm just... You know, focusing. Yeah, look, at this, look at this guy. No, you know, being yeah. all humble. Like, I am, you know, I mean, nothing about it wins. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and for for me you guys uh obviously we have 80 miles per hour podcast check out the the website brothersbearnetwork.com and also to check me out you know you can find han cholo on tiktok it's han cholo 2015 just uploaded uh my re- or han cholo's review on the new cruella uh trailer that just got released and i'm gonna try to post another one tomorrow it's, uh, what happened i don't think i'm gonna like that movie <laughs> yeah i did my little review basically i mean come on like, i don't know it's just like it defeats the purpose the fact that they're trying to make her like oh i'm a genius a mastermind 
but then we know her future a bunch of animals get the best of her like okay <laughs> like what it's, 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 it's monsters it's, university all over again i think that's like the the thing right now in movies i think they're trying to make the villains the the head stars right now like that's their little theme right now yeah i mean maybe they're gonna change the storyline and by the next film she actually gets the dalmatians and makes a coat thank thanks for coming on dude. thank you for having uh, me up, bro yeah and that that that, that 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 story you shared of uh of felipe dude it's the same thing that happened to us because he freaking we we were inspired by by his um a, a joke he told about arturito being the real mexican so my wife, well, well, was girlfriend at the time, she made a, a cosplay to make Arturito and he shared it for us. He put it out like I just tagged him. I'm like, hey, we were inspired by your joke. Look at what we made. And then he he shared it for us. Yeah. And dude, like we started getting all these likes and everything on our on our old page. Like it, it was amazing. And he's done it more yeah. than once. You know, and yeah. he's, a, he's a cool guy. He's really nice. Yeah, I think he lives in the valley now. I'm not sure. I. I'm just kind of connecting the dots on like, cause he puts where he's at and he, he, he's done uh, some, um, some shows out here in Silmar. Um, and then he's posted that he's in Granada Hills and stuff. This is all in the Valley and stuff. So I think he's a, he's a Valley kid now. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I don't know where, he, <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's awesome, man, that, that he, uh, he, how he, you know, the, what he did and yeah and then a, a few other people like pedro from napoleon dynamite i don't know his name um he's like reposted our stuff he's followed us and stuff like i i have a few semi-celebrities like following and liking our stuff yeah i met him in the bathroom at a depeche Mode concert <laughs> <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen really quick i'm going to give you a song of the week all right, song of the week. All right, looking muy nervous. Mira, estoy nervioso. This is for for the group. Hey, this is your first song of the week. All right, this is yeah, this awesome. is, ladies and gentlemen. If this is the first time tuning in, this is the first time he's doing song of oh the week. Oh my god, dude! See, now you gave me on. I just made bro. him on nervous. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. gonna pee himself. I'm gonna fucking yeah, I'm gonna fuck that up. <laughs> no, the song of the week. El yes. la canción de la semana. Es por el grupo Joy Division. Yes. Y la canción se llama Disorder. Off of the album Unknown Pleasures. Off the unknown. What? Isn't it Unknown Pleasures? Ah, sí. Pues sí, es del del, (laughs) del disco Unknown Pleasures. (laughs) (laughs) What? You looked at me like you were like all mad. Like I just told you, like you're like, I don't know. Like I made fun of your mom and you're like, what? It's like you're about back. to give me the devil signal and roll your eyes back right now. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, show you my whites and my eyes. Yeah, That's a, that, that'd be another story. People are going, "What the hell are they talking about?" <laughs> no, it's the song of the week. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, that's song of the week this week. Joy Divisions, Disorder, off of the album Unknown Pleasures, released June 15, 1979. And yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this week's song of the week. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks, uh, Caesar, for being here on this show with us. But I think it's time that we hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future.